to record that in the beginning. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> it's another one. I mean, it's late today. It's really late. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to play the intro. Welcome to Product Sense, the show where we talk about our favorite eco-friendly tech products shared on Steam Hunt, a blockchain version of Product Hunt. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble, and we're glad you're here. All right, I'm turning that off now. Everything should be good. Sunrise, sunrise. It might as well be sunrise. <laughs> I haven't seen either of them. Actually, no, we were up early this morning. Yeah. We, we were up real early this morning. We're, we're like, starting to get used to it. When you're up early in when the you're morning. Up and you're up. <laughs> when you're up early. And it's the winter. Like yeah. now, when it's dark again, you don't know when it is. Like, I'm like, did we just wake up? I kind of feel like we just woke up. I've got a clue. <laughs> it's, it's February tomorrow. That's that's how bad it is. Well, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good. This morning was crazy, crazy. Like, you know, like it was. It was very much like day after tomorrow. The film, like when at the very end, he's looking out of this the space station and going, "Wow, look at the Earth!" And supposedly, after a polar <laughs> vortex of a mon monumental scale, like it clears the air, so there's not clouds and stuff. And it was like that this morning. How's your breathing been? Have you noticed any difference? I'm still here, so I'm all right. No, <laughs> I mean, it's, asthma wise, like I felt. I, I like it when it's fresh and crisp like that because I can actually feel it. Yeah actually feel a breath yeah because your body the oxygen in your lungs is 98 around 98 degrees right i have Ish. no clue it's got to be like around your body temperature so then when the new air comes in that new yeah, new i feel it you feel like oh you got <gasps> you always feel it when you got that new new oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's a kind of a perfect week to be doing this type of podcast because it feels like the whole earth is frozen. Yeah. Yeah, we did <laughs> At least in Europe and in the US. We did positively negative yesterday, which was fast, but it was good. Oh, and today <laughs> we're doing positively negative. No, we're not. We're, we're doing, doing product, product sense. sense. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've been asking Anchor what the hell's going on with the. I mean, I should just forget about it and just like stack up should. the plays. Well, I, I message them, but they're ignoring me. I know. I, I do think the community manager's left, though. You usually don't get ignored on Twitter. No, they've got a new one. They've got a new one now, and I don't think she knows how to use Twitter, to oh, be honest. well. <laughs> no, they've got a new community manager. It doesn't necessarily mean they know how to use Twitter yet. Oh, maybe you can reach her on Snapchat. Maybe she's like a uber millennial. Maybe. Maybe we need a Snapchatter. Maybe just... I should, just, like, can I come and use your office to record an audio and then... Like when they say to you, how did that go? Good. Can you enable the payments now? <laughs> Thanks. I know, because we've been having like, we've been... Um... I just want to get over the dollar. I think it's just like a mental hurdle. It's like it's like AdSense when it was 59.12 pence. It's like, come on, I need 70, 80 odd P yeah. to get a payout. And I know it's just like, stop expecting these services to pay you out. But like, they'll sell your data fast enough to the next highest bidder. So like, we should I get mean, something up Yeah, it. we recorded those ads like same day, I feel like. Or yeah, the day did. after they announced it, we were really stoked about it. So it's not really like, we're not making enough money where it's like, you know, it hurts us not to we should do them again. have it. But like, I do, I do want to know... Yeah, let's redo them. We should do them again and put some music behind the back yeah, and like make accordion them, music. Make a full on like yeah, get get a guy on Twitch to <laughs> do us a backing track. We've been watching this guy on Twitch called Eighth Radio. 
Yeah, and check now him out. I've begun to suspect that he's not actually live streaming, <laughs> that he's just playing because no human being can play an accordion for like 22 hours straight. Yeah. The man is constantly, he just has a live, like he's got a green screen of a, a beach scene and he just sits there and plays like, what if he's actually no on the street? <laughs> what if he's actually on the street? Oh, and he's doubling up his time. Yeah, he's just green screening it. And he just like rolls oh. it down and gets in the back of his car and I drives mean, off. You could with like an Elgato situation. Elgato. That's Elgato. Elgato. <laughs> preferred streaming tools of streamers everywhere. I'd love some Elgato Fine gear. Fine quality I've items. Some, I've got some stuff, but like not not everything. I would like you all of the decks. El Gato El Stream Gato decks. Stream Decks <laughs> and El Gato Green Screens. We <laughs> <laughs> we don't think we honestly we don't think that AI uh, listens to the whole podcast and extracts certain keywords like El Gato. <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> yeah, I love a Tesla. Apple. Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah, not Coca Cola. Why you always go to Coca Cola? Just go to the ones that have money. I don't cook it. Product sense and product sense today. Yeah, product so it's today. cold. It's really cold, and it's, it's cold. hard not to think about the environment and like what we're doing to it when it gets this cold. I mean, I just got a message from my dad that said it's the coldest it's been across the country in the United States in. 99 years listen at some point you've so... got to accept the fact that we've done damage right I, I don't believe I don't believe now it's any it's anything but a, a, a crappy meme make your time situation we're not going to slow it like we've done the damage we're not going to slow it down we're, unless we come up with some like amazing scientific thing that like you know, we end up doing the animatrix and spraying the clouds black or some shit. Oh, no, like no, but something not. something will happen. Something will either happen to accelerate it or something will slow it down. But like we've set it in motion now. It is what it is. You've got to make your time. Yeah, but you might be. When I talk a bit like that, I'm not saying it's going to happen on Thursday. Like by next I'm Thursday, busy on Thursday. Excuse exactly. me, can we please move the apocalypse to a little bit later I'm in just, the year? I'm just saying it's really, really close. It's really, really no, close. I know. It's really hard not to feel like, what the hell? When, um, when it, like, weather is becoming, is making the earth increasingly in, inhabitable for human beings. I mean, they were like warning people in Chicago hmm. that you could, you know, don't, talk if you have to go outside just re- try to refrain from talking and you could get frostbite in 20 seconds or i know something. you've said i know you said that yesterday in the podcast as well but like i know that blows my mind though yeah well i mean i don't want to try it <laughs> no me neither i don't want to know what that feels like minus and, five is worse well i don't i don't think i mentioned this they're they're having an energy crisis in chicago because everyone's cranking the heat of course yeah and so the the mayor or the governor had to come on and be like please don't heat your house past 64 degrees and i'm like you think anybody is gonna give a damn and do that like and 64 degrees is perfectly comfortable but in the winter you want to you you like people crank their houses to like 72 put your clothes on i know put a jumper on fill it with paper watched after tomorrow you'll know all about it (laughs) what kind of what I, the kind of person who's got no money, that's the person who does it. Yeah, because that's what the homeless do. I know, but the way you said it was like you were you were straight out of 1910. 
Fill it with paper, mate. I look like I'm out of 1910. Well, the you're reaching maximum density haircut and beard-wise, but other than that, you look all right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay, well, here's something, and I think this is kind of feeds into what we're researching in real life. This is uh, from the Daily Essential Briefing, iNews. People are actually buying the 300-pound emergency Brexit box containing <sighs> enough food for a month. Damn. And I remember years ago, these type of companies were, like, really popular in the States. These, like, doomsday prepper-type mm. people boxes. My boss's, like, brother-in-law or something was, like, started one of these companies and they were, you know... Cranking them out. Yeah, these packs. And, I, of course, this one's Brexit-themed because... That's clickbaitable at the minute, but you know that's something that you and I always talk about is having food stores, like it's not having hap- water. Uh, yeah, having I want to have all that. It's not going to happen though. I don't think Brexit. Will just, they'll pull out of it or something. Mm. Something. It'll just be a big farce, uh, as it is always. The EU wins again, and England looks stupid and wasted a bunch of money and on preparation and stuff, and and the the general public have been denied what they want to do there'll be uproar all around yeah whatever happens so whatever. at this point it's like yeah you can't it's going to be a mess either way but i but aside from it being brexit related mm. i think you're going to see more and more of these companies coming up that are that are like here's two months worth of food for you and a family like you and your family of four mm. keep it in your basement or your bomb shelter i remember i remember in the 80s my my mum and my grandma constantly weekly telling me about rationing because wow. in the sort of 70s and 80s it was kind of like everybody was kind of flush mm. you know they had like trifle and chocolate and whatever and it was constant every time they had it I could see how much my mum and grandma like really spent time like enjoying it mm. and they would constantly constantly say in the war and you know I used to have to take your mum down to the thing and we were only rationed a certain amount of chocolate on a certain yeah. date and we have never seen it. Yeah. We've never seen it, so, like, we don't even comprehend it, but, like... Is that, like, an Amazon Prime membership ration? What is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um... So, I think I think a lot of... I think the more you can mediate that in terms of your relationship with food, in terms of, how, you know, accessibility of it... Because, you, you know, you can go places now and, and buy, like, stuff real cheap, but doesn't mean you can go back there next week and it, it'll have... You know, it still requires distribution for it yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah. And it, the lights have to be on for refrigeration and, you know, to keep things from spoiling. Distribution so. falls apart with, like, lorries not being able to get between, you know, Dover and the EU and other places, like ferries coming over with food and stuff. I'm sure they've done food stocks in preparation, but, you know, I never, I never trust systems when it comes to somebody not ac- accidentally not ticking the right box on a windows system somewhere <laughs> because oh an ad loaded and i've clicked the wrong box box by mistake yeah um i don't know we'll see but i i kind of it's also i've kind of used it as a spring box to be like all right how do i get off all of the convenient stuff that i'm so used to and kind of psychologically get used to having less yeah not just from a money perspective. I think even if I had money, I'd still want to do the whole like grind and then celebrate. Like at the end of the week, like big meal, like something yeah. nice. But I never take it for granted now. 
I think it always in my psyche somewhere it reminds me of the like grandma and the rationing and the like having a little ticket and standing in a queue to get chocolate and Mm. And I think the sustainability stuff to me also reminds me, you know, when I, when somebody gives me hard and fast dates where it's like by 2030 or 2050, there'll be hardly any coffee. It's kind of like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like no coffee? All right. That's, yeah, no that's, coffee, that's, no that's honey. A, that's a problem. Yeah. And then when you see things about bees dying off and you see that, you know, they've done research into it and it's this tick that's carrying this bacteria around, like, I don't know, there's just, you you start to see that, there's these systems create cascade effects right like something falls apart somewhere and that's always going to have a knock-on effect somewhere I mean, else i don't know my fear is almost worse that it may be a worse scenario that i i think that governments of the world and and huge corporations of the world are not going to tell a consumer who's waiting with money in hand no and so what we're going to have is non-chocolate chocolate but with the same label like the same way we're getting non-honey honey at the minute where it's like mm. not has really nothing to do with bees it's so synthesized and so many fillers and so many this and so many that that we might actually I think there those things will always be on the shelves but will they actually be the things that they claim to be or will they be some crazy bastardized version um, There, I'm actually really interested in watching the documentary on Netflix that's about mm. like food supply chains mm. and things like that because I think I think you'd be surprised I think it'll surprise me as well yeah but uh, I don't take that's kind of probably why I, I, I try and keep it really easy with the, the the grains and the pulses right because it's kind of like that's what it is yeah right so I kind of being being trying to be more minimal in life and more optimized and more minimal in life those are the kind of cornerstones bedrocks of like okay i'll start here and build up from there mm. you know because those things are normally quite accessible or you know i can go and buy a 15 kilogram bag and that's going to last me like fucking three to six months yeah like if, if, it, that if was you know what to eat. do with like raw materials yeah you'll be okay like i feel like it's cooking i think cooking as a skill is is never been more important to mm. know how to cook and to know you know how to combine different things and how to sustain yourself even if it's something super simple i I once saw this thing that said don't count calories count ingredients like Mm. when you flip that package over there's not if there's more than four or five ingredients like put it back it's not what you want to eat and the more that you cook the more you can control what's Mm. going into your food instead of picking up you know picking up the sandwich the wraps the cooking and computing i think like yeah you know like cooking and cooking in terms of like survival and then computing in terms of everything is automated or electronic or like or we just know, give just up is. and like have soylent delivered like we just get so on the grid that the government's like here's your monthly sustenance rations here's your soylent and here's your electricity now put your vr headset on (laughs) get the fuck out of my face like yeah i think (laughs) it's either gonna go into like re-civilization of that end scene of wally we're either gonna go there or we're gonna go uh we're gonna be ready player one and i don't know which one it is but i have i hope it's um i hope there's plants and animals i'm i'm happy with either director the, no. The, the, yeah. Either directors. Are pretty... you that guy in the Matrix who like takes the bite of the steak and says ignorance is bliss? No, I'm the architect sitting in the chair going, "We've done this before." 
If you're the architect, I'm definitely the oracle. Yeah, yeah. We've done this before. We'll do it again. Yeah. And we'll do it again and again. Like nature will. Nature will do it all over again with or without us. Well, we were also looking yesterday into freeze-dried yes. foods and yeah. freeze-dried vegetables. And I realized after the fact, you and I went down this rabbit hole where all of a sudden Amazon was open and we were looking at dehydrators. Mm. And I think I <laughs> freeze-drying is different than dehydrating. But I know that they produce a similar result so i want i'm kind of interested in that but i just love the idea of having a non-perishable nutrient source whether it's in the like we were talking earlier about powders like spinach powder spirulina powder mm. uh what is that it's not cholera i know cholera is like the disease yeah i know it's chlorella yeah. yeah something like that yeah the, yeah like those like really really hearty leafy greens mm. in powder form mm. like something like that you can smoothies the lot right or if you're making like a soup or a sauce or what or making Oats. bread you can just chuck yeah like i'm just really interested in if like the first things that are going to go are fresh fruits and vegetables and fresh meats mm -hmm. i feel like um having food in those forms is going to be really important and knowing how to incorporate them so that you can still have like a nutrient dense diet but A, you don't have to worry about it spoiling. You don't have to worry about the power goes off. Mm. What's going to happen? So I really am really interested in that. Yeah, I'm interested in dried stuff. dried veg life. I'm interested in that because just like making soups and sauces and just like throwing that stuff in and boom, it's like in there. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm down with that. I mean, it was not cheap, but then, you know, you're taking a lot of materials and turning it into something lighter and smaller. Yeah, and then packaging it again. I just hope there's. I hope. I hope there's a, a marketplace pops up out of the necessity of wanting to optimize. There's not enough shops where I can go and buy like take my own container and buy cornflakes or buy coffee or buy you know. Yeah. We need more of that. We'll have a hunt about that later. Um, okay. But the last thing that I had that was like a little article is. Um, uh, this new camper that's especially designed to withstand extreme elements, and it looks like this egg on wheels. An egg. So, yeah, you, you actually shared it in our Flipboard. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But and it, of course it's just so nice. a, a 3D render, I believe, at this point. But they're gonna build it. It's got the North Face logo on it, so you know it's gonna keep you warm. It's gonna. They're gonna build it. Um. Yeah, and and I, what was interesting to me is that it draws from BMW's 2008 prototype Gina, which was like they had this idea that what if a car didn't have a a rigid shell but more a, an exoskeleton that mm. could move, and then the fabric stretched around. Oh, it. I remember that. So yeah, so that it could become like it had these weird like arches that came out. Yeah, and like almost like fins, like mm, mm, pretty sick. And I kind of. I kind of dig that idea because if, like you're saying, things need to be optimized, things need to be multifunction and multi-purpose. If you have a skeleton that can be different shapes for different things or different modes, and then you just have like um, something. Imagine having an exoskeleton and falling asleep in it, and then just program it, program, programming it to walk 200 miles with you in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but imagine if it okay so i know as would sound like it needs wd-40 but yeah. most people's will have no noise to it but ours would need fixing and cleaning and, and like, doing cause as, 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 oh, 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 oh. 
<laughs> oh, that's it. Pull everything. Oh, no. no I laughed it. so yeah, hard. My joy it. broke yeah. everything. Yeah, that um, triggers me. I'm a lot. so sorry. That triggers me a lot. That's <laughs> so all right. It's all right. It's going to be on the recording. We don't care about audio quality here. Hey. Wow. Um, yeah. So, moving on. I mean, do you have any. Um, I have zero. Anything that you want to talk about no, in the news? N- not in the news as such. I mean. What um, about Steam Hunt? Like. Yeah, what's Steam. The new, what's the tea? Uh, there's no, there's no the like, tea. there's nothing really new on. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be something pushed soon. I think the the reason why they haven't been updating as much is uh, obviously Steam. It took back a lot of delegation from other projects. We've seen a lot of projects fall by the wayside. I think Musings disappeared. Actually, fully gone. I think wow. I'm not sure, but. And I don't know how many others have got delegation from um, Mr. Delegation, which is Ned, uh, at Ned on the Steemit um, website, which is a company that kind of co-created the Steam blockchain originally. Um, and Steam Hunt kind of relies on that delegation. Well, I would say it would be a completely different site tomorrow if they didn't have the delegation. So that right. could, that could go at any time. But they did survive the first round of like they did big and I, slashing. They which did, was and impressive. I think that's because of the business model and the roadmap they've got and how much it's done and mm. you know the numbers and the pushing and the data they've been putting out. Mm. They're very professional. I will say that they're very professional. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on the on the community side, I mean, it's just the same old same same old really. Uh, we're still in the top ten of DApps. I think we're actually like top ten out of like 2,000 dApps worldwide, which is a big deal, massive deal. Um, And I think the reason why we're not getting much comms at the minute is because they're working on Review Hunt, which is going to be massive, and validates Steam Hunt, really, because Steam Hunt, you know, you kind of submitted stuff, and then you're earning Hunt tokens, and Mm. those Hunt tokens are going to come into play in Review Hunt. Um, And that's why we built block-review.com, looking for decentralized tech bloggers. So, yeah, it's just, um, I don't want to say same old, same old, because, you know, like running something, the upkeep on something, and then launching a, effectively a second product is very difficult, especially well, with, for a team of two. With the past couple of weeks we've had, it's like same old is kind of a relief, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like the crypto dramas, like, you I know. I feel like we've just... got a lot done in for four weeks. For, yeah. yeah. For January, for like, get a lot done within like a, f- a month period I feel yeah. like a lot of things have gone down and we've got yeah. a lot of stuff done that we wouldn't have expected to get done which actually sets us up for the rest of the year I think so if you're talking about like being sensible about products I think we're we're totally sensible about products at the minute Except in terms we really of really want an instant pot yeah yeah if you want to donate a hundred pounds we need an instant pot and we'll tell you all about the awesome stuff we make in it if he gets one or yeah. not get us one but just give us money for one come on yeah, just like it's a hundred quid it. to you it's a meal out just don't go out one night send it to us it's fine not eat, like even yeah I'd be jazzed with like five or ten even yeah any anything towards it would be good we're we hungry. really really want it's well we're hungry but we really really want it because like we can do everything in it we're gonna and here's the thing all the plastic plates, all the devices that we don't use, we're going to like trim the fat on all of that shit. Yeah. Throw all that stuff out or get it recycled. I'd love to go into the process of how I get go down to <gasps> Let's make an e- let's make a course about it and anybody who donates to our instant pot gets a free a free voucher for the course. What course? The course of how we a make things with the instant pot. Yeah. And b so you're, how we recycle everything. <laughs> you're getting people to give us money for a course that we haven't done yet on a pot that we haven't 
played with yet. Well, that's like the whole thing about crowdfunding, right? Oh, that's the perfect speculation <laughs> food economy right there, that is. That's... I'm just saying, if you that's a course you want to see, then we need the Instant Pot, and we'll give you, we'll give you, give me we'll any give you more the free voucher. Troll begging. I mean, it's like, you're literally troll I'm begging right now. desperate. Tomorrow's February 1st, yeah, and it's right. my birthday coming up soon, so yeah. maybe if you... <laughs> all right, all right, stop laying it on thick, Jesus. But yeah, an instant oh, pot would be nice. Would be nice. Okay, so some really cool hunts this. Um, I wouldn't say this week. I kind of accumulate them over time. We get some when we get to them. But this first one, I actually hunted, and um, which was great because I haven't been hunting very much. And I so- as soon as I saw this, I was like, <gasps> and it like sparked that old hunter feeling I used to feel. Oh wow! Um, when I was just like everyday checking, um, it's called Loop. And it is a service, an online service, that not only delivers your groceries and your mm. essentials, it's more like homewares, things that come in packaging, um, but it, it, they deliver them in recyclable, eco-friendly, a lot of them are stainless steel packaging. Mm. So the lovely UPS man shows up at your house, you get your box full of your things, you used the, um, you use them, and then at the next, like the next month's delivery, you give the empties back oh wow and they refill them and they have partnerships with uh haagen-dazs pantene tide crest clorox oral b like gillette like brands that people look for and use in their everyday Mm. grocery shopping Mm. but they can easily those raw materials can easily be bottle free and if and and i love that it's combined with like convenience economy so it's like people like okay i want this delivered in my house yeah, it's like the milkman concept is basically what they said. You know, like the milkman would come bring you your milk, you'd give him the empties. Yeah, but the milkman used to be always pissed off with his milk float that he ran out of charge or he had to get a lift back or something. You see, like I love, I love the innovation, I love the creativity, I love Here the comes. design. No, I do, I love all that, but uh-huh. like it's still an unknown quantity if it's going to be more efficient. Because the vans delivering that stuff right. wouldn't normally be delivering that stuff. We'll be running into town. So if the van that turns up is a diesel van, yet the family's got an electric car. Like it's a it's a zero sum game, right? So it's got a it, yes, it's going to be amazing when we have vans that go out at three a.m. in the morning autonomously yeah. and pull into your drive stealth like because you can't hear them, and it loads up your little outdoor locker, which is like Amazon locker or some shit for your drive, and it puts and you wake up and boom, it's all there. Yeah, that's going to be awesome then. But it's the lead up to it. You know, we have well, yeah, we have it's this a buzz. Step in the right direction. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not deriding it because I think it's yeah. a brilliant idea. If we can cut down, if it's just that I have one container, and you know, I don't know what happens to it. Does it go back? Does it get cleaned? Does then it get filled, or do they have just a, a fleet of these going round? Because I feel like there's still processes that need to go. You know, let's let's take a tub of ice cream, right, from, okay. Corp, from Cornwall, like on a on a conveyor belt, bang, goes round. They have to buy the raw materials to make the packaging on a conveyor belt, fill it with ice cream. So health checks, health and safety checks, fill it with ice cream, done, into a freezer, in a van, delivered it to a shop. You go to the shop, you get it. So, you know, like I'm I'm going like dust to dust ratio on this. So as long as there's enough steps that it removes or makes more efficient, then I'm cool with it. Right. Like I, I am not one to just be sold on... That's a fucking good idea. Well, like I can look at something and go, yes, absolutely. 
Yes. But behind the scenes, I've been in warehouses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, well, they're, oftentimes they're run like sex shit. I mean, that brings up a really interesting, if I had like an interview with these people, that brings up an interesting question, which I didn't think of until now, which is, I, I'm guessing they, ha- they must have a partnership, like let's say Hagen does. we'll go back to like the ice cream example. Is Hagen dazs just shipping like mass quantities of like huge blocks of chocolate ice cream, and they're ref- where are these things getting refilled? No, no. They, 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 they so what will happen is that Hagen dazs will have a contract with a place, and then they'll go there and they'll send a team in, and this is how we make our ice cream. You must um, follow this. Right, right, right. These are all our raw materials. We'll send them. It's a bit like Subway. You go to Subway, right. work in Subway like a franchise, in the freezer. Everything's branded Subway, and it's like right. Um, like Hellman's Mayonnaise, Hidden Valley Ranch, but like, I mean, the concept is that, like, you might have the actual physical container. You might have it one month. I might have it the next month. I think there's a set number of containers, or you know, for however many users there are, and it's just they're getting yeah. But the thing cleaned if my, out and passed around. Yeah, but <laughs> are they? I mean, like, I, well, we hope. We really well, that's hope the thing so. you see. That's the front end doesn't match the back end. It kind of like that's the oh. thing that bothers me sometimes. Is that like we live in this social media world where it's like oh my god it's so cool it's so awesome it gets talked about because it's like innovative and creative and uh, such an amazing concept but you still have to deploy it yes you're still building another product right with a skew which now can have my ice cream and i can get it refilled but for me i can't ignore the fact like as soon as that guy's took it off me what happens to it is it being thrown away? Is it? It's not being thrown then away. They need it's been a badass social manager to like story tell that shit. Yeah. Do they clean? I mean? If they clean it out, is that an additional process? Do they use more water? Like, I need to know these yeah. things. Like, Should, like attach a GoPro to one of the one of the. Uh... I'm sure somebody's done the maths, and it's like in in five years this is going to be better, or in or, or what worries me the most is that do they do this because. Um, they get things sent from the EU, which is like, you need to cut your emissions. Oh, all right, we need to cut our emissions. And you're buying too much cardboard from China or whatever, right? Well, yeah. So I mean, you, are you ticking boxes just because you want a lower cost or do you really give a shit about well, the environment? the immediate, immediate, immediate is that China's not taking our recycled trash, yeah. our trash anymore. Yeah. So like... So maybe it's part of that. That's what, it's got to be because it, you wouldn't believe. I mean, I'm sure you you remember, but like you would not believe what a family of four oh, goes through in terms of packaging staggering. in a week. Staggering. In a week, and like, like huge, huge bottles of things like um, laundry detergent, mm. like you know, mouthwash, things like that. That's just like plastic for the sake of plastic. Staggering, staggering, absolutely um, staggering amount. Yeah, it's wild. Apparently, they're calling it a zero waste uh, delivery system, but like you, like you said, it's very early days, and we need to. Um, I would like to check up on that. I mean, don't I'm get me on wrong. The email list. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I really do hope that my daughter is in, lives in a future where it is autonomous, delivered, packaged, recycled, and she can mm. donate or you know she can get behind brands that do those things and they, they end up the storytelling is that this is doing the right thing you know yeah rather than just hiding that stuff away because it's inefficient or it's a problem but like if we tell you about the problem maybe you won't like us anymore because that yeah you know what, what is that well, it's like finding out about a company 20 years later it's a bit like bloody 
um, stuff that causes cancer, the the talcum powder. Oh, did talc? you see that? Did you see that the talcum no, powder? No, no, like, like in babies. Um, baby talcum baby powder. powder. Like they found out that it had cancer-giving properties. Like after really? 25, 30 years, I had that on me as a kid. I'm glad we use it on our babies. I know. It's just like well, I fuck? I do think that the power move, like what you're saying, is that they were like. Bang, we got Hagen dazs Bang, we got Tide. Bang, we got Dove. So, like... They're going after the big names. Yeah, so, like, that's good from the consumer side. But it, it also... I'm hoping that, like, these big brands are like, sure, yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. We'll get our name on the eco thing and it'll look cool, but actually prove that there's a demand for that and then maybe actually relook at their main business model. There, is a, de- like, there is a demand for it. The, how, the can bro- we, how can we... You know, because it's not like bro- Uncle Johnny's toothpaste. Like, they're, they're <laughs> brands that people know, so... The brands have an issue scaling this stuff up. That's the... You know, like, it's reinvestment. So it's like, well, we don't have money to reinvest it. Like, we keep we need to keep on cranking out because we're... You know, we spent a god god knows how much on IT, and the guy's gone to Chiang Mai. <laughs> we can't get hold of it. Hidden Valley Ranch. We bought a Super Bowl ad, and now we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he also works for Airbus. Oh, which just well, got hacked. Well, you know, that's a, I'm. I don't know. I'm always interested in sustainable packaging. I think it's a step in the right direction. Like, are they? You know, who knows? It's like it's like early, early days. You don't know what they're gonna do or how they're gonna run it yet, but. Um, another I love, one. I love. I love to do a video show, like um, go around the table and record people's reaction to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be good on Steam Hunt to be like, all right, your reaction to this blog piece. Mm, I like what, that. What do you think about it, kind of thing? I like that. Um, this one I think is really cool. It's called Treeful. It's a little. Um, it's it's like it's a plant API. Explore uh, three hundred eighty nine thousand fourteen indexed plants including 8,085 with detailed data and 194,507 synonyms. So basically what this is, it's a complete plants API for robots, researchers, gardeners, and students. Hmm. So I always say, like, if you give nerds data, they'll build cool shit around it. Mm. And somebody put this together, a global plants API. And I think that is so cool. I'm certainly not smart enough to use it. Um, Very cool. But you can search for something like rosemary, and if you're building like a smart garden, you'll know what kind of soil it needs, how much sun it needs. That's clever. You know what kind of nutrients it needs, and you can program that into you know a um, anything that you're building. In, into a lunar rover, because now you live on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> can I have potatoes, please? Yeah. Yeah, for replicators. Yeah. <gasps> We're living in Star Trek. Well, you you went. <laughs> Can't wait for the potato printer. Let's go. Potato printer. Waffle printers. Made by Patrick O'Malley, obviously. Yeah, as it's printing. (laughs) Potato printer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, does it use CRISPR? Oh! Oh, She's got DNA altering jokes. Uh, How much time do we have? We have time for another one? Uh, It's 35 minutes, so yeah, one more. Okay, this one is called... You're going to have to go faster than that, though. You can't. Caught feet like that. It's called provenance. Oh. Um. You and I actually talked about. This oh, I love this one. This one's the meat one, right? Yes, I think we're talking about the same thing. This is about um, we help brands and retailers build customer trust through transparency using blockchain technology. Provenance empowers shoppers to do to choose your product. So it is a. On the consumer side, it's an app where you can actually learn the entire supply chain of everything about a product before it's gotten to you. Mm. 
bringing the supply chain to the shopper. Powered by the blockchain and open data, our platform gathers and shares key product information and journeys in a way that's secure, trustworthy, and accessible. First of all, the app is beautiful. The website's beautiful. So yes, I know I put a lot of value on that that, that type of stuff, but if you're presenting that data you're kind in of proud a beautiful of it. way, yeah, and I think people will be more likely to be engaged with it if mm. it's presented to them in a way that they can digest instead yeah. of like a spreadsheet. Sure. Um, so it's for businesses, for shoppers, and they talk about the technology. I just love this. Like, They have Unilever on board, Sainsbury's, a couple other brands that I don't... Uh, oh, Co-op is one of them. Okay. Um, Join pioneering brands from all over the world. So they are like onboarding these brands, and I believe... I'm wondering if there's like a QR type of situation. I'm not really sure how you go from like what's being held in your hand to learning, to like finding, seeking that out, but I, I love the idea. Well, a lot of that stuff will have uh, codes on the boxes. Right. And every box will, like, every product won't necessarily have a barcode. There's all kinds of crazy printing devices now. You can get like things that literally spray barcodes on, yeah. so that can go round corners and all kinds of shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, they used it in Japan, I think it was, to do with their fish. They had a big, like, dirty fish situation where it was like, I don't want to eat that. It's going to make me bad. It's yeah. going to make me ill. Then Fukushima and all that. It's like, I don't want no psyllium. I can't remember what it's called, psyllium 565, I don't know the number, but like... Yikes. Radiation. Yikes. Um, so it's like, I'm not I'm not eating that if I, if I don't know where it's from. Now, don't get me wrong, a blockchain is effectively just a ledger, but oftentimes those ledgers are not in public places. Those silos are normally locked down for yeah. that, that kind of industry. So the more... And the more that data's out there, the more that data is out there for local air quality and water and you know soil sensors because everybody these days is trying to like get an iot internet of things little project off the ground and it's like i want wi-fi in my toaster bitch (laughs) i want toast in my toaster that would be a good start (laughs) instead of wi-fi it would be good to have some bread in there (laughs) don't forget don't forget don't forget to buy that thing for us oh yeah um that's wi-fi enabled no but this does say um Look for provenance on the pack. We equip physical products with a unique ID that enables tracking of each item. So shows a little mock-up of a, an iPhone and what the tag looks like. It sometimes does look like a QR code in this hmm. instance. It sometimes looks like a uh, RFID. Yeah. Like you know how it has the metal, um, but apparently because your phone can read RFID, you okay. can bring it up that way. Like an NFC tag. That's what I meant, NFC, yes. Hmm. Um, and like, for example, this... Um, alpaca jumper that this lovely white lady bought is a batch number whatever produced on this date this product supply chain includes three locations england uh in in england and it shows like it was you know this is where the sheep were Mm. where the alpaca was this Mm. is where the wool got processed and this is where you know it got put together so I wonder. I think that's so awesome. I it, really want an alpaca sweater just so I can know where it is. It is awesome. I, I do wonder if a lot of it is to do with a requirement of governments is going to need that level of granularity to just to protect people from yeah bullshit. Well, yeah. you know or what? protect people from Marjorie with her alpaca jumper, which is but covered wait in mites. <laughs> wait, what if you? What if? What if you had an alpaca sweater and then you found the farm and the alpaca that the wool was from and then you gave it a hug when you were wearing the sweater and it just was like 
this beautiful full circle alpaca. Don't look at me like that. Like, Did you like, pay the customs could... officer to get through this time or what? Like, Imagine just like being able to thank that alpaca and be like, I'm sorry you were cold for a couple of weeks, but I'm really enjoying this Or sweater. the alpaca's standing there going, bitch, why don't you got my jacket? I'm freezing. What, you, you want to hug me now? No, he's thinking that. I just want to thank the alpaca for his hard work and growing as yeah, well. But don't worry, alpaca, you're on a blockchain now. Yeah, right, okay, yeah. I got zero out of that deal. I get a bit of grain. Oh, yeah. All right, God. we're finishing up. It's forty minutes in. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I think this it was. Week. A, I think it was a good episode this week. I did too. It was mainly you, well, but it, it was a good one. I can carry it when I need to carry it, and you carry it when when I'm, you know. Yeah, I know. When I'm all over the place, so that's what we do, and that's how we help each other. And this <laughs> is the blockchain, and these are the technologies, <laughs> and these are the true stories. Dong dong. Wow. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to forget that. You can support the show by heading to anchor.fm forward slash product sense and clicking support this podcast or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. You can subscribe to product sense wherever you listen to your podcasts and you can hang out with us on discord by visiting smarturl.it slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. I just turned the mic on, but just before that, (laughs) sorry, I messed up the outro. Bye.